Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to Stinchfield, the podcast. So, um, look, Merrick Garland goes in front of Congress, and I think he proved it. He proved that the payoff money that China has been flowing into the Biden coffers is working. China is getting exactly what it paid for, and that is special treatment inside the United States of America as it, sadly, wages an espionage campaign against the United States. Truthfully, it's waging war against the United States. We're going to talk about all of this with the new federal state of China. Nicole Sias with us. Uh, let's get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks. Well, I told you Nicole would be along with us. Nicole Sias, the new federal state of China. As always, you remember, new federal state of China's mission Take down the CCP. No better way to do that than decouple our economies from uh, from China. But, Nicole, first off, I want to ask you, um, Merrick Garland goes in front of Congress. He was asked a little bit about China. It wasn't all about China, but a little bit about China. And I wondered what your, what your thoughts were about his testimony yesterday. And then I'm going to play some clips for you that we can we can really dive into this on. Well, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. We know that America is a top target for CCP's uh, corruption because they want to use the 3F strategy to uh, take down America. And uh, one of them is to use money to buy access and influence. And that applies to not just the politicians and lawmakers, but also career bureaucrats, people like Merrick Garland, who are not elected into their position. They're just, uh, you know, they're just... uh, uh, civilian uh, employee, and but they hold powerful positions. And so I think that this has been a rampant problem that the CCP has been very successful in buying off the politicians and career uh, bureaucrats in the DOJ, FBI, and probably many other uh, federal agencies. Uh, again, this is not the NFSC's exclusive bombshell reporting. I mean, this is written in CCP's uh, playbook on how to take down America. So I am not surprised, and I don't think that Mayor Garland is the only one, nor he will be the last one, uh, uh-huh. you know, to face such a predicament uh, when asked about whether CCP has played a role uh, in many of the decisions that he has made. And uh, so we know that the CCP's influence and uh, especially the malign influence in the Washington, D.C. and um, the permanent political establishment is is ubiquitous. All right. Let me play a clip from you from Merrick Garland, because Matt Gates gets right to what I believe is the heart of the problem. Take take a listen to this. Why was the China initiative dissolved? What, uh, the, what the Assistant Attorney General said was that we face attacks from four nation states, North Korea, China, Russia, and Iran, and that we need to focus our attention on the broad range of these attacks. Sometimes we but, don't but, but know. Wait a second. You don't, are you saying that North Korea has the same malign influence risk to the United States as the Chinese Communist Party? Are you, are you trying to represent there's some parity there? Because cause here's what it looks like. It looks like the Chinese gave all this money to the Bidens, and then you guys came in and got rid of the China initiative. And it was successful. Like, I I saw one rationale that you guys got rid of the China initiative because it was racial profiling. But but one of the people you convicted was a guy named Charles Lieber, who was a Harvard professor taking $50,000 a month to do China's bidding and give them whatever research was being done. Are, Are you aware of the millions of dollars that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies 
All right, I want to get back to the second part of this in a second, but let's take this step by step, Nicole, because I forgot about the China initiative. The China initiative under the Trump administration, he was using it as a law enforcement operation to root out Chinese espionage, the stealing of American secrets, the stealing of technology, uh, all kinds of aspects of Chinese espionage to take advantage of America. Joe Biden gets into office and he cancels it. Your thoughts of Matt Gates's line of questioning? Well, I'm very well uh, aware of the China initiative. It was started in Trump administration to target the CCP as a role regime that has inserted a lot of great influence on the U.S. politics and e- economy, and especially in the uh, intellectual property theft. It's a great initiative, and I was applauding it. And so then I hear some uh, Democrats, they talk about a very popular narrative. They say, oh, the name suggests racial profiling. And so I think, you know, they they still didn't get to understand the difference between Chinese people and the CCP because this initiative is not about targeting um, Chinese people as a ethnic group. They're targeting the CCP that does not represent the Chinese people. So they're just using a convenient uh, excuse to bypass uh, the oversight on the CCP. I was in New York City in the late 70s and 80s when Rudy, Rudy Giuliani took down the mafia. Now, he wasn't targeting all Italians in New York City. He was targeting the mafia in New York City. Now, lo and behold, it just so happened that if you remember the mafia, you were most likely Italian. Well, I look at it the same thing here. You're not targeting all Chinese citizens. You're targeting the CCP and their spies. And lo and behold, it just so happened that if you're targeting the Chinese CCP, they may just happen to be Chinese, Nicole. Absolutely. I'm... I. I'm born to a Chinese parents and I am very proud of my ethnicity and the cultural heritage, but I'm a total opposition to the Chinese Communist Party. And just like many people in this country, uh, are Russians and uh, Iranians. I mean, there are many patriots from this, you know, these uh, communities. And so they're not represented by the role regime back in their home country. So I think that eliminating the China initiative in the name of racial profiling is totally wrong. That's like identity politics at place. Yeah, uh, it sure is. And, and the China initiative was working. He talked about the Harvard professor, but there had been others. There had been those inside business and industry that were stealing secrets. This initiative was working Which then leads you to the question of why do you really cancel it? We know it's not about racial profiling. It's like saying, all right, well, you're going after the cartels. You're going after all Mexicans. No, I mean, you're going after crooks. And so why do you think that Joe Biden and the regime really canceled this operation? Well, I think that if you look at the uh, China policy during this administration, it has always been uh, like not to decouple, but to de-risk. And so they don't even want to use the word containment. They want to keep up the uh, engagement. So I think that there are people in Washington, D.C., 
who are very afraid of upsetting uh, the CCP because they probably have a lot of, uh, you know, um, vested interest in China, or probably the CCP has some dirt on these politicians. And for example, Fauci, I mean, we're, you know, NFSC gave the exclu- exclusive bomb reporting about Fauci has had been corrupted by the woman who happens to be the head of the Wuhan of virology of, of institution. I mean, he, she, he has been compromised. And that's why all the narrative ca- come from the uh, organization that he was running is quite consistent with the CCP's official propaganda. I mean, in this country, there's so many people working in the government and in the business, and especially in Washington, D.C., holding powerful positions. They have been totally compromised. And the CCP knows that. And, this, mm-hmm. and these people... They know that, too. Yeah, they sure do. All right, let me play the rest of this clip. He talks about Rob Walker. Rob Walker was one of Hunter Biden's confidants, business partners, one of the ones that set up these many, many shell companies that money was flowing through. By James Comer's account, upwards of $20 million has flown through these shell companies to Biden family members, nine of them in all. Um, Much of the money coming from CCP, but also money coming from Russia, Romania, I believe Bulgaria was in on the list, and of course Ukraine. So coming from all over the country, um, but specifically a lot of it came from China and literally doing business deals with Chinese intelligence officials who are running some of these companies. Um, so this is where I will pick it up where you ask about Rob Walker and the shell companies. Um, Chinese Communist Party entities into Biden family bank accounts. Are you aware of that? There were a lot of questions that you just asked. Let me start with the first one about North Korea. North Korea is a dangerous actor, both kinetically and with respect to cyber. But not on par with China. I'm on I'm the not, armed services I'm not committee, in the Mr. business Attorney right General. now. It's, ma- okay, it's, it uh, makes you look unserious to suggest may that. May I answer your question or not? Answer the question about whether or not you know about all the millions of dollars that so moved you don't to want me to answer it. about North Korea? I already know the answer, and so does everyone. They're not the same risk as China. So let's get on to serious questions and serious answers. Do you know about the money that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies, yes or no? As I have said repeatedly, I have left these matters to Mr. Weiss. I've not intruded. I've not interfered. I've not tried to find out what he knows. It's like you're looking the other way on purpose because everybody knows this stuff's happening. And you know what? People don't pay bribes to not get something in return. Right. The the China initiative resulted in the convictions of a Harvard professor, of someone at Monsanto. So we were working against the Chinese. They paid the Bidens. And now now you're sitting here telling me that North Korea is the big threat. I, I get back to the idea of what would a reasonable person think when you assess everything as it's laid out? A reasonable person in my mind would think, well, this is bought and paid for. And even going back to call to the Chinese spy balloon, everybody's shaking their heads. Why did we allow the spy balloon to fly over the United States and military installations without shooting it down, waiting for it to get out into the Atlantic Ocean? None of it makes sense unless you just look at common sense. Bought and paid for. That's my opinion, Nicole. Well, absolutely, you know, and this is the reason why they always say Russia, 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 or although we know it's the CCP who was behind the 2020 uh, election and, you know, the CCP has made significant investment in with the interfering with the U.S. presidential election and they're going to do it again. And so, I mean, all this discussion that you just played came from like many years ago. 
and was not even recent. As we speak, the CCP is continuing their work, and uh, so they're continuing pumping money to buy influence, buy access, and at all levels. I I I, I think we have a very porous country um, that all, all, almost make this country look like a banana republic because the CCP. You know, has got a green light in doing everything, anything they can, without anybody holding the CCP accountable for、yeah. what they have done. You know, President Trump was the first president to really actually hold the CCP accountable, and I think he underestimated. I've told you this before. I think President Trump's only mistake in this was underestimating the fact that Xi Jinping would be willing to release a virus onto the world. At the very least, let it spread onto the world purposefully, whether it was on purpose or not. But but letting it spread, I think President Trump underestimated the fact that Xi Jinping was literally willing to kill people in retaliation to、uh, to the United States pushing back a little bit. I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, President Trump is a compassionate person. He always sees good goodness in anybody. But this has been、uh, exploited by the CCP. I mean, CCP is a evil regime, and they have been capitalizing or taking advantage of American freedom to do bad things, to do evil things. So I think that we should start treating CCP for what it is. It is a re- evil regime, and we cannot treat them like a normal government. And so I, I wish you know pre-、uh, President Trump. Treating Xi Jinping like evil dictator,、yeah. not a counterpart, not a, a head of the state. Well,、um, I, I want to play a little,、uh, see, show you a little write up here. This is、um, from that special committee that's investigating、uh, the Chinese Communist Party and its influence here in the United States. And、uh, I, I find it funny; it's listed Chairman Gallagher. As chairman's always not the great word when you're talking about the CCP, but、uh, chairman being of the Congressional Kitty Committee, not、uh, not as in chairman. I often call Joe Biden Chairman Biden because he acts like a Communist Party chairman. But、um, this is Chairman Gallagher of this committee, and、uh, he, he basically says、um, that they want they want information from the Department of Defense and the FBI. And they say that it is likely CCP agents have intruded or tried to access U.S. military bases and other sensitive locations a hundred times in recent years.、Um, alleged CCP spies were caught scuba diving near launch sites, invading U.S. Army test ranges, flying drones over sensitive sites, trying to enter military bases illegally. High-profile CCP espionage operations include the Chinese spy balloon and penetration of the Commerce Secretary Raimondo's email account. So the action that he wants is to better understand how the Pentagon and the FBI will stop the CCP from penetrating U.S. bases. The Select Committee requests that Secretary Austin, that's the Defense Secretary, and FBI Director Ray provide a classified briefing as soon as possible. All documents pertaining to the Pentagon's recent base security. Reviews. So clearly, this select committee、uh, is taking it very serious, Nicole. But a hundred times, so I've heard about, and we've talked about it, the infiltration on these Chinese、uh, of the Chinese on these spy bases. I didn't know it was upwards of a hundred times. Well, wouldn't we expect to hear this kind of、uh, story or news from the DOD and the FBI? I mean, their job is to protect. 
、uh, America from foreign threats, and they should be the first one to tell American people. But unfortunately, we didn't hear anything from the DOD or FBI's press conference. We heard from the select. Subcommittee on the CCP. So kudos to Mike Gallagher and all the members of this great committee. They've done many great job on behalf of the FBI or DOD. I mean, I'm not surprised at all by more than a hundred times attempts by the CCP agents trying to, you know, access the U.S. military installation because America has done nothing to, you know, to hold the CCP accountable for the previous attempts. I mean, what have we done to hold the CCP accountable for flying the the spy balloon over the U.S. con? Continents, and you know, and it only got shut down after they complete their job, sending the intel back to Beijing. I mean, what have we done to hold the CCP accountable for purchasing America's farmland near military installation? Nothing. So our enemy is not dumb. I mean, if. You know they're testing the water. If we didn't do anything about their previous attempts, they're just acting more aggressively. So I think this is like open invitation for foreign、uh, adversaries to、uh, invade this country, which is very tragic. Well, when you think about an invasion, I mean, not only pushing Chinese spies onto military bases, but th- this one little paragraph、uh, about about scuba diving. Near launch sites and invading U.S. Army test ranges and flying drones, you're scuba diving near a launch site. I take it that's a missile launch site.、Um, you're scuba diving near a United States missile launch site. You're now connected to the Chinese Communist Party, and we're not screaming from the top of the mountains, if not retaliating in some way. How is this possible? We're the United States of America for crying out loud. Well, absolutely. I mean. You know, I'm very familiar with the Chinese tourists. When they come to this country, first of all, they don't speak fluent English. They don't know the local community, and usually they just go to the tourist hotspot like Disney or Key West. You know, on the beaches and taking photos. Who would just do the scoop diving near the Key West Naval、uh, Intelligence, you know, base? I mean, who would just do those unusual activities? I mean, this is a clear sign of the CCP's penetration and the invasion in this country. I mean, from the spy balloon, where do you know the CCP was invading their their airspace? Now they're invading the U.S. military installation on the U.S. soil. This is terrifying. Yeah, it really is, and, and this is why I do believe that Joe Biden, in his decline. But also on the take from the Chinese Communist Party poses such a national security risk to the United States of America. And now we've got an impeachment inquiry. We'll see if anything at all comes out of it.、Um, he did talk about China very, very briefly、um, at the United Nations speech that he gave. Now l- let me just run these numbers by you, Nicole.、Um, Biden mentioned Ukraine ten times. He mentioned Russia. Eight times, he mentioned China four times. Now, I would think, just as Merrick Garland said to、uh, said to Matt Gates that he was so concerned about North Korea, and Matt Gates was saying, North Korea, yes, they're a threat, but they don't pose near the threat that China poses. It seems like Joe Biden doesn't understand that either, or if he does, he's covering it up on purpose. Well, definitely, you know, this is a very bizarre speech because, you know, first of all. Russia and the CCP leaders skip the meeting. They're having their own meeting. I mean, you know, the CCP's foreign minister Wang Yi 
was visiting Moscow. They were talking about forming a greater partnership and alliance against the U.S. and the free world. And then, you know, you United Nations should be talking about international peace and security, but they don't talk about the most pressing problem that we're facing in today's world. That is the powerful collusion between Russia and China,、mm-hmm. and also with、uh, North Korea. I mean, he he was talking about how can American people support the war in Ukraine.、Yeah. I mean. This is a quite big disconnect from what people are concerned about because we talk about the formation of the new axis of evil between China, Russia, North Korea, and now with Iran, because now the、uh, Russian foreign minister was visiting、um, Iran, and they talk about a higher level of collaboration in military, in missile, in in drones. So these powerful collusions between all those role. Regime present the greatest so, threat to the international peace and security, but Biden did not mention any of that. He was talking about Ukraine. How can America send more blank checks to Ukraine? I've got a new theory about why China wants to help Russia in Ukraine and recruiting North Korea and, and all these places. I believe that they know that the United States is so invested. That if they help Russia move, that America will move even further to help Ukraine, and they will drain the United States dry of not just money, but of their ammunition. Joe Biden admitted we were so-called out of ammunition. Why you would admit this to the world that the United States is out of ammunition? I have no idea, but that's Joe Biden, the national security risk.、Um, I believe that China wants to see the United States drained dry by their support in Ukraine. That ultimately. Allows them to do whatever they want on the world stage and could be ultimately invade Taiwan. You know what? Your theory sounds about right because that's exactly what the CCP was, you know,、uh, collaborating with Russia and all the、uh, states that had been sanctioned by the U.S. And because you know what, all the sanctions that America has say, you know, or threat, they haven't sanctioned anybody yet. You know, America has not sanctioned North Korea for missile. They have not sanctioned CCP for providing lethal aid to Moscow in the Ukrainian war.、Yeah. I mean, basically, America has become irrelevant.、Yeah. No sanction has been placed on any of the states, and so th- these states are forming their own international organization to drain America. And so, who's going to suffer the consequence? It's we, the people,、yeah. people in this country. Because hey, we're you know taxpayers are giving more money to a foreign to support a foreign wall that has that does nothing to. You know, increase you know our job and、uh, standard of living. I mean, basically, we're funding a foreign wall that is not central to America's interest. All right. So what's what's interesting about this clip I want to play for you is not only what Joe Biden says, but it is also the response of the Chinese delegation in the United Nations chambers. To me, I qu- kind of find this hilarious. I know there's nothing funny about it. They don't seem too interested. They're not sitting on the edge of their seats waiting for every word that Joe Biden says. In fact, they don't seem to really care at all. So let's listen to two things: what Joe Biden has to say, but then also look at the Chinese reaction to, to him. When it comes to China, I want to be clear and consistent. We seek to responsibly manage the competition. 
between our countries so it does not tip into conflict. I've said we are for de-risking, not decoupling with China. We will push back on aggression and intimidation and defend the rules of the road, from freedom of navigation to overflight to level economic playing field that have helped safeguard security and prosperity for decades. But we also stand ready to work together with China on issues where progress hinges on our common efforts. Nowhere is that more critical than accelerating the climate crisis. <laughs> so we can talk about the climate crisis too. But but you noticed, Nicole. Um, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna freeze this. Um, for flight. You, oh, hold on. Oh, level economic. You notice um, how enthralled they are with Joe Biden's speech. They look really scared, don't they, of of America and what Joe Biden is saying. It, 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 I'm sorry, Nicole, but I just find it completely pathetic. Well, this got to be the happiest moment uh, for the CCP to hear because, you know, in this, uh, you know, in the United Nations General Assembly, the CCP should be the focus of all the discussion because they do present the biggest threat to the international peace and security. But, you know, Joe Biden pretend the CCP was not a threat. And uh, Ukraine, the, the, the entire military confrontation in Ukraine was actually supported by the CCP. CCP has been providing the economic lifeline and lethal aid to fund Russia's war in Ukraine. And yet we don't talk about the CCP. We talk about the superficial problem. I think that this makes the speech so performative. And if America really cares about international peace and security, we should be talking about the CCP and we should be talking about rallying the entire uh, international community to take down the CCP and work organizations like the new federal state of China and, you know, discuss about how we can do to decouple from the CCP economically, diplomatically, militarily and financially. So you and I and, of course, the new federal state of China and, and its founders, Miles Guo, the the uh, Chinese dissident who is in a federal prison right now, I believe, being per- politically persecuted. Um, Steve Bannon, who's on Real America's Voice, a great friend of mine, one of the founders of New Federal State, all agree that decoupling from China is the way to go to not only rescue our economy and ensure our economy's future, but to really debilitate the CCP there and, and ultimately remove them. And I think the New Federal State of China could step into the CCP's place and China would be better for it. But here you have Joe Biden saying, we're not going to decouple, de-risk. What does that even mean? I think that the longer you don't decouple, you're increasing the risk, not de-risking it. Well, absolutely. I think by de-risking, he's probably playing uh, a political game of trying to let the CCP know that uh, I'm not going to upset you or or confront you. So maybe he's uh, trying to do it, you know, uh, gradually. But we know that the 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 prolonged process of de-risking will actually increase more risk to the American people. It's just like if we don't punish the CCP for their for being a bad actor, we don't hold the CCP accountable for for those aggression. They will just come up against us more aggressively. So I think de-risking is going to increase the risk. All right, and let me just. Just for fun, let me continue back with this climate nonsense that for whatever reason they are – the Democrats are overplaying their hands. I want to say this beyond China. 
with everything. You look at the United Auto Workers and the strike that's going on. They're going to lose 40% of their jobs when Joe Biden gets his way with this Green New Deal and all the electric vehicles. You, you won't need 40% of the workforce. You don't have to build engines anymore for these cars. They are overplaying their hands. The persecution of President Trump. You look at the radical transgender stuff. You look at, of course, what's going on with China as a threat. And they double down on this climate nonsense. Let me play this for you, Nicole. Nowhere is that more critical than accelerating the climate crisis, than, than the accelerating climate crisis. We will push back on aggression and intimidation and defend the rules of the road, from freedom of navigation to overflight to level economic playing field that have helped safeguard security and prosperity for decades. But we also stand ready to work together with China on issues where progress hinges on our common efforts. So, so first off, he messes it up. He says we're going to accelerate the climate crisis, which, and then he fixes himself. But again, the the enthralled uh, Chinese delegation was was uh, really on the edge of their seats there. Um, but again, if he thinks this is the threat, that he thinks that climate change is the threat and not Chinese Communist Party aggression, boy, we're in big trouble until we get a change of leadership. Well, first of all. I love the clip that you selected because the, the CCP delegations, they seem not interested in hearing Biden's speech at all. Because, I mean, imagine if it were Trump speaking at the United Nations General Assembly, the CCP delegation, they will sit tight and pay close attention. That shows respect for America as the leader of the free world. That's but if right. you look at the facial and body, facial expression and body language of the CCP delegation, they didn't care. I mean, they just, you know, brushed off and uh, they were probably sending, you know, oh, WhatsApp right. messages. I mean, you know, this is a total disrespect. Uh, and that tells that how irrelevant uh, this messaging is to <laughs> the entire world. So yes. it's not even just the Chinese delegation. Look, look behind them. Well, the one lady's listening. The other one, I think, is taking a selfie at the at the <laughs> all the way in the back there. Um, and in the front, the young woman looks like she was just told a joke. She's laughing. And the other two are on their phones. I don't know whether they're Snapchatting on TikTok or uh, or on Instagram or something. But nobody seems too concerned about what Joe Biden is saying there, Nicole. Uh, well, absolutely. You know, remember, if the CCP really uh, re respect this conference and respect what the U.S. president have to say, I mean, they'll send people like uh, Wang Yi, the, the, the CCP foreign minister, or even Xi, Xi Jinping should be here. But no, they probably sent some secretaries, some aides, legislative aides, yeah. and they were not paying attention because they they probably didn't feel, you know, it's necessary to take any notes because, yeah. hey, it's all harmless. You know, it's all harmless. I, I laugh, but that's exactly how they look at Joe Biden. And again, I get back to China. China got exactly what they, that they want. They started working this angle with Hunter Biden and Joe all the way back to when he was vice president and probably when he was a senator as well. And the ultimate payoff. They didn't care how long it was going to take. Truthfully, the money's a drop of the bucket, $20 million to the Chinese CCP. Nothing to get the access and the ability to just own America the way they are. Um, I'm sure they're they're loving life right now with, with this guy at the helm. Um, I want to turn to one more subject before we do because everything always is about money, Nicole. And you tipped me off to this story. I believe it was a story in the Wall Street Journal uh, about TikTok. 
And there's a big push, and President Trump was one of the first to push this idea of we should ban TikTok in the United States. TikTok is bad news. I've gone through the privacy policies and the user guidelines when you sign up, and I've read them word for word. You are literally giving TikTok access to your keystrokes, to your camera, to your microphone, to your search history. Think about keystrokes. You go to chase.com. Here's my password. Here's my username. All these things you're giving access knowingly. You select yes. Well, Rand Paul, who, and I say this about Rand Paul, just like I said about his father. He's a libertarian. Rand Paul and his father's good ideas are really good. Their bad ideas are really bad. This is what it is about libertarians. This goes for all libertarians. Their good ideas are really good. Their bad ideas are really bad. Rand Paul wants to allow TikTok just to run run ramshot over the United States. Thomas Massey, another one who goes to that libertarian streak, says, okay, well, this Wall Street Journal article says this billionaire, Jeff Yass, Y-A-S-S, has millions invested in TikTok, and apparently he's one of the biggest donors to these two guys that are saying, okay, let's not ban TikTok. Your thoughts about all this? Well, you know, I was very shocked when I first heard um, Senator Rand Paul talking about the reason why he opposed the ban on TikTok. He says, if we ban TikTok, we're acting like the Chinese government because libertarians opposes the government overarching, but he failed to recognize that TikTok is a CCP government over, overarching on the U.S. soil. So if you really believe in the libertarian values, you should oppose, you know, the TikTok because TikTok is a CCP government overarching on the free country. And second, there's no such a private company, uh, you know, um, in China. Everything is owned by the CCP, and mm-hmm. especially for TikTok. I mean, they have more than 122 million users uh, in this country, and it's 100% owned by the CCP. And libertarians believe free market. The concept of free market is that everybody get a, fir- a fair chance. Yeah. So what is the fair chance of American social company claiming hundreds of millions of users in China? Yeah. Zero. Zero. I mean... The American you know, social media platform like Twitter, they have zero users in yeah. China. So the TikTok is not a product of the free market. And well, it's a CCP propaganda. And it's so do we want to give a free uh, speech uh, entitlement to the uh, anti-Semitism or Nazi propaganda? No. I, right? I, would, I would say no on that 100%. And uh, look, I'm a free market guy, so I'm not a big fan of regulation, but I'm also a Milton Friedman guy, one of the greatest free marketeers ever and and was a great free market scholar. He says when you need regulation is when you have two or more people involved in a deal and one or more of those people don't get a say. I think the American people don't get a say in this deal when it comes to TikTok and the spying they're doing. Now, they'll get away with it because they say, well, we're warning you. And I would urge everyone to read the privacy policies on every single thing that you ever do. But TikTok is not being honest with the American people, which is why you need regulation here. And ultimately, I think it's bad news because they're spying on Americans. They're collecting things that will be very devastating to our national security. And so I disagree with Paul and Massey on uh, on all of this. Uh, Nicole Sai, I'm going to see you later tonight on Real America's Voice, aren't I? Thank you so much for having me. It's always great to be here. Thank you. 
Well, it is so great to have you on. Uh, the new federal state of China is doing great work. Why don't you give the website as always? NFSCOfficial.com. And please also follow us on Twitter, NFSCSpeak and NFSCSpeaks on Getter. Thank you. Right. Awesome. Thank you so much. I urge you folks to follow them, support them. And uh, it's really not just about China. It's also about the United States. Because if the United States wins in this in this quest to defeat the CCP, the Chinese people win, the American people win, it's a win all over the world. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us. GrantStinchfield.com is the website, Stinchfield1776 on all the social media outlets. If you're watching this live right now on Rumble, I so thank you and Getter as well. Please subscribe, hit like, share, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. All the links or on the website, sign up for the email address, grantstinchfield.com. Stinchfield's Army Rolls, thanks to all of you.